still have the sex now? What is that? I don't know, man. I found it. It's called, uh, I'm supposed to have sex with you. Who's it by? Tony O.K. What's it from? Is it in like a movie? Well, I was looking up the uh, summer school soundtrack. Yeah. And this came on. This came in the list, but I don't think it's. I can't remember if it's in the Tony O.K., born in 1950. (laughs) Really? Released eight albums. Including? His songs have been recorded by Al Green, Aaron Neville, Burt Baccarat, Bonnie Raitt, Chicago, Winona Judd, and Vanessa Williams, among many others. Holy fuck, this guy can write some songs. This guy's fucking balls. Right, and he wrote a song called I'm Supposed to Have Sex With You. (laughs) That's amazing. Give us a little bit more of that. Don't say oh. maybe. Oh, that's uh. <laughs> he doesn't mean it that way. It's very eighties. He doesn't mean it that way. Maybe we've been dreaming. Wow, that's awful. Yeah. It's kind of good though. It's it's goofy as fuck, dude. Have you ever heard the song? It's another song that's really fucked up. Um, the uh, what they call what was it? It was just the oh, something like the. It went something like oh, I can the get queen of the ghetto, the tramp of the neighborhood, something like really weird. And he talks about like how bad of a mom his mom was. Oh, really? Yeah. Jeez, I don't know that. It's a famous song, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Curtis Mayfield or something like that? (sighs) I'm going to have to find it. It's really fucked Uh, up. The album's like $7 right now, vinyl. Really? You Mm -hmm. should get it. Uh, Yeah, I should just play that over and over. Just get it. This is how cool I am. I have... Because, look, anyone that knows music would be impressed that you had one of his albums. No, that's very true. Yeah, you know, but no, yeah, I love this guy. I was wondering. I was kind of hoping it was like, you know, like three thousand dollars. It'd be worth something. But though, why I would saying, I want that? I don't have it. I'd want right, that in like ten years. Exactly. But I'm saying, like, for your coolness factor with your hipster friends, like, if you had that, no, that's true. You'd be like, yeah. look how fucking cool I am. Like, I know who this guy is, and I have his shit. Yeah, on vinyl. I hear you. It's like the coolest thing you could do, probably. That's true. That's true. Though my record buddies aren't really hipsters. Oh, they're not. No. Oh. I mean, I have plenty of record friends who are hipsters, but my the other guys aren't as bad. <laughs> uh, lyrics not available. I'm trying to find the lyrics to this song. Why aren't they available? What the fuck? What, I want to have sex with you? Yeah. I think it was, I want to have sex with you. Don't say maybe. Right. <laughs> But he doesn't mean it in a rapey way. He means it in like, right, a, here like I'm smooth and seductive way. That's what he means. I'm supposed to have sex with you. We'll have the sex now. I'm supposed to have sex with you. The sex is next. I don't even know you, but I don't even care because I'm supposed to have sex with you. We'll have the sex now. I'm supposed to have sex with you. The sex is next. So that's the pickup line. Maybe we've been dreaming. I'll wake up later. Right now, I'm supposed to have sex with you, blah, 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 blah. Love is what we, we are here for. Love is all we need. It's love that makes the world go round. 
But this love is a funny thing, See, I think. It's a beautiful song. My body tells About me love. one thing. Don't no one tell me nothing else. And there you go. What was the don't say maybe part? I guess we re- must have heard it incorrectly. No, I think it said that. The sex is next maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so he's throwing it in there that it may not happen. Yeah, yeah. It's actually a very loving song. Yeah. Oh, it's a song yeah. about deep love, admiration, and respect. Yeah. He's just, you know, being smooth. So, we'll have the sex now is my favorite line. Which, oh, or we'll okay. have the sex now. <laughs> right, excuse <laughs> what I, What's the better line, though? I'm supposed to have sex with you, or we'll have sex now? Or wait, what was it? We'll have the sex <laughs> right. now. We'll have the sex now. I don't know. I guess is that like the ultimate? Pick? Is he trying to pull off like the ultimate pickup line? He just walks up to a woman. He's like, "I'm supposed to have sex with you. We'll have the sex now." <laughs> you're right. That's what I mean. Like I feel yeah. like nine times out so of ten, so it's a two part line. You need both parts. You're getting either a drink or a fist in your face. Well, I mean, but one time out of ten, it's going to work. Probably so, numbers game, Dan. <laughs> yeah, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. Kind of hitter? Do you want to be? <laughs> it's a numbers game, man. Volume. Volume shooter, is that what it's all you about? You throw that out there enough, you know, <laughs> even at a 10% hit rate, you that could, you know. Might work out for you once or twice, huh? Well, it could work out for you every week. It just depends on how That's right. How determined you well, are. Well, I feel like isn't that kind of what Tinder is? Yes. Yeah, it just cuts through all the BS. That's what That's it's, true. It's like yeah. instead of telling a girl to her face, I want to have sex with you, you just swipe whatever. Right, you just stuff, tell her. Because you're the, clearly right. in it for the sex. So, like, that's not sexual harassment, though, because you're signing up for a willfully, right? Yeah. And you're not yeah. necessarily yeah. going to a bar to have sex with someone. I imagine that when you sign up for any of those sites, whatever the check this box to enter, it's the most crazy liable sh- liability sheet of well, all time. Like it's you, probably like 70,000 pages. Well, you can't sue someone sends, them, sends you a picture of their dick. Right, yeah. That's Essentially, that's what Which you're saying. Which is likely going to happen on this site because yeah. you're kind of here looking for dick, so... But do you really ever see that as a controversy? I feel like people... No, who, I don't think there's ever been a yeah. dick pic controversy on Tinder. I think the majority of the people understand what they're getting themselves into. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just that's, that's Tinder. Well, if you're signing up to, to find sex, then how could you possibly be offended by someone sending you a picture of their junk? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, why, that's <laughs> why you're on Tinder. I mean, for sex. I assume. So. Though I do have friends Someone's who like, just showing you their qualifications. I do know people who have met on Tinder and like as like a dating app. So like, is there a dating part of it or is there? No, a- I think like you just you just start fucking right away and then like, I kind of like this person. Yeah, maybe that's what so I think date. That's how dating works now anyway. It's true. I don't think, is there like a long courtship now, or is it you fuck and then you kind of figure out if you like each other or not? I think it's you fuck. I think like you meet, like you meet out, you fuck, and then like, you know, maybe you choose to hang out again. And you probably fuck for a while, just fuck for a while. I mean, this is how a lot of my experience was. You kind of just fuck for a while, and then you decide you whether You figure out if you're compatible. Yeah, like you kind yeah. of like, do I want to hang out with this person like, for any other reason than 50, that? 50 years ago, is all about the sex oh, at the end, whereas right. now it's like all about that can was, you live with the person. Right, that was the, the payoff. The <laughs> right. payoff, you did all the courtship, all the bullshit to hopefully get right. laid once. Now, it's now like, you're just getting laid. Can I can I do this for the next 40 years? Right, like can I deal with this person <laughs> beyond having sex yeah. with them? Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. That's a good way to look at so it. So maybe go to lunch once. That would be a good. That goes well. Maybe that'd be a, a good romantic comedy. That is true. Yeah. They meet in the first night. They have sex. Yeah, they're just fucking. And then you know Matthew McConaughey is like, I don't know if I really like this girl or not, man. I just don't know. She's kind of cool, but yeah, you she's know. cool. She's cool. But I'm, you know, she's tip top. But know? I'm me. So, yeah, exactly. You know? Then I gotta go play the drums, man. <laughs> Shit. And then, uh, 
I don't know. Uh, yeah, so like the relationship freaking, evolves, uh, right? What's her name there? Um, I can't think of her name. Who would be the love interest? Uh, ben Affleck's ex-wife. Jennifer Garner. Why her? I don't know. It's the first person to thought of. She's the one that does the Capital One commercials? Yeah. yeah she's awful. She's an awful actress. Yeah, she's awful. Yeah. Not her. Anyone else? Uh, Amy Adams. Who's that? Rachel McAdams. Which one's Amy thinking, Adams? Oh, Is she the redhead? Oh, how about Jennifer Aniston? Too old. Too old? McConaughey's pretty old, though, too. Oh, that's true, but he's yeah. too... He's too. He's, but he's beautiful. He's too... Yeah. yeah for, I mean, like, that's nice and everything, but come mm-hmm. on. Um, what about, like... Um, was it... Like, should she be a little older? Like Jessica Biel? Yeah, Jessica, Jessica Biel. She's been... She's yeah. probably, like, 30. She's older than that. I think she's that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, think she's, I think she's pretty close to my age, isn't she? No. No? That gear cover, she was, like, 17. <laughs> I love that you remember that so well. Well, Sarah worked there. She so. is 38. 38. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, I'm 39. She's about my age. <laughs> still, She's still hot as fuck, though. Because how old is McConaughey? Uh, he's got to be close to 50, right? Is he a couple years older than I would you? think. Yeah. I would think he'd be, yeah, like, maybe like. Maybe he already is 50. I don't yeah, know. I'd say early 50s, maybe. He's I 50. Hope. He's, okay. at, he's, he's 50. Man, he <laughs> looks so like good. Like a fucking hope. <laughs> He's like 28. It's like a fucking hope for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good spread, right? 50, 38, 12 yeah, that's years. Fine. That's, that's, that's fine. Because really on TV, he's like, he's 40 in movies. Well, and honestly, yeah. at that age, 12 years is not a big difference. Right. And but clearly, he, it's a big difference if, in high school. But. There's no one watching that movie that thinks there's an age difference. Like, that's gross or right. anything. Right. But again, like, no one, other than, unless you know their ages, no one's looking at McConaughey and Jessica Biel and thinking there's an age difference. Oh, that's true. Really. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah, yes, so, right, there yeah. you go. So, yeah, right, so what were we talking Why were we talking about this again? I don't remember. What happened? Oh, they have sex at the beginning. Oh, right, yeah. And then the entire well, rest of the Well, should it be younger people then, though? It should be younger people. That's then. true, but we Because that would be a ro- romantic comedy with, like, if you're going to do They've that. They've already gone through it. Well, right, if you're going to do that with an older dude, then mm-hmm. you have to hook him up with, like, some 22-year-old he meets That's on, ten- on Tinder. That's right. And, like, go through whole that dynamic. Mm-hmm. Of, like, I'm not used to just, like, just fucking right away. Right. You know. Although he probably is. I don't know any young actors. I don't either. Like, um, what's the kid? Uh, um, Franco? James Franco? Does he have, like, a little brother? Yeah, who is not, not young anymore either. How is that? <laughs> Look, right. David Franco. He looks young, though. Yeah. I bet you he's, like, 40. You think so? <laughs> well, what about the older Frank? Wait, how old's the... Which guy's the... David Franco is 34. Oh, okay. okay so, all right. So, because James young. is probably, what, 40, 41? Yeah, because he's like the set. He's like the Seth Rogen age, like right around my age. Again, my yeah. age guy. He's forty two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know any young actors. Then you're right. I don't know any actors anyway. So right. Like, what about the dude that plays fucking Kylo Ren? Is he young? No, he's not young. <laughs> no, no, right. he's uh, he's like right. already served. <laughs> what about the chick that that's the the Return of the Jedi girl, Daisy Ridley? Yeah. What about her? Okay, she's young. She's probably young. Yeah, right? she is young. She's like twenty four, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. So her. All right, so Daisy Ridley is 28. Okay. That's fine. That's, that's first enough. year marriage, first time marriage age. Right. First first marriage age. First marriage age. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, hmm. A young dude. Oh, I don't know. All right, I'm going to stick with Star Wars. The black dude in Star Wars. The black oh, John Boyega. Yeah. Yeah. What about him? Dude, this movie would be dope as hell. There we go. Boom. All right, we just, get the I entire just, Star Wars, like all that Star Wars money coming in. I just created. 28. Boom. There you go. 
See? All right, there you go. So I just, I just cast this moment. Right. They have sex at the beginning, first scene. Yeah, boom. they just fuck right off the bat. And, and then, then, like, they both have funny sidekick friends who, right. you know, tell them never, you know, don't go. I've been married 75 times. It sucks. Don't do Fuck it. Fuck that shit. Right, like the 20-year-old friend, 28-year-old friend got married at like 25. Right, yeah. Or he has two kids. Yeah, it was it's miserable. Like, don't fucking do but it. But really loves his wife, but he's really miserable, but really loves his wife. <laughs> or he's just miserable. Right. That would be um, the other guy in Star Wars. Other people from Star Oscar Wars. Oscar Isaac, the other guy. I think he's a little bit older, but it's good to have Who's a little bit. Who's the other guy? You know, the guy who was the... Oh, like the ex, uh, like the cool guy? He was a pilot. And then he's he turns into the captain. Fuck. So what? He's old as fuck. He can't be in it. He's too old. That guy's old as shit. He's not that old. That guy's almost so old he could have been in the regular Star Wars. <laughs> what? That guy's got to be in his 40s, man, at least. Is he really that old? Cool dude, fucking pilot guy. He's got to yeah. be in his 40s. Uh, oh, he's 41. Yeah, yeah. Wow. see? Why is he hanging out with what those kids? What's wrong with you? you think, well, do you think he was, like 29? I thought he was, like, I don't know, 35. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, this is wrong. Whatever. Um, who else is in Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. There's no one else. Are there any other fucking movies? That oh, what have... about the? What about? Oh, maybe maybe Daisy Ridley's friend can be uh, the chick from uh, from Rogue One who dies. Who's the main that? character. You know, she's like a badass. Her dad's the one who created the fucking Death Star, and she has the plans and everything. Well, I don't remember that. Oh, jeez. I watched that movie. I, I don't remember her name. No memory of it. <laughs> All I remember that movie is that the fucking planet blows up at the end. It's a great Everyone movie. Everyone dies. Yeah, they make out at the end, right? No. <laughs> Isn't there a chicken to do it, like, making out as the planet's about to explode? Yeah, on the planet. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said they make it out at the no, end. No, they make no. out. Oh, the yeah, end. they make out at the is end. She, yeah. Is that the girl? Yeah, then Diego Luna is the other dude, but he's older. He's I've older. never, I have no recollection of what she yeah. looks like. All right, anyway, so then we're done with Star Wars because everyone else is older. Have I seen any other movie with young people in it? Am I, do I not watch movies that young people watch? I guess I don't. I'm not going I mean, to. Even like the Marvel movies are mostly older yeah, actors. Yeah, I don't watch that. I know, but I'm just trying to think for myself, like. Like, the Guardians of the Galaxy are all older dudes and ladies. They're all... Like, who's 21 right now in Hollywood? I don't know. That's known. I don't know. I don't either. Well, and I watch a lot Emma, of movies. Emma, what's her name? How old is she? Emma Stone? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 28, 29, Is there probably? an Emma Thompson or something? There, uh, there is. She's like 50-something. Oh, okay. So Emma Stone, then. Emma Stone is... 31. All right, who's the chick that's like pretty hot? The girl, the fucking worst movie ever made, the one in Hawaii. Um, it's like a love. oh, the movie with uh, it's like who's like a one of the oh, the I know guy from the guy from the office is in it, Jim Halpert. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. He's in it. Is Cl- Matt Clooney? Who's in that? Isn't there like, like a an pretty older, big actor yeah, that's in that? Fucking that's Emma Stone. Horrible. Oh, that's, that's Emma, Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah, that's Emma oh. Stone. Oh, she's thirty-one. Yeah, she's 30. Okay. Again, she's 31. She's not 22. The, 23. Well, the movie's called like Aloha, maybe. I think you're right. Yeah, and I think it's fucking trash. It's the worst. Like, of course, the woman loves it. It's the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the worst movie I've ever seen. It's it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's it's the worst movie I've ever seen with like good actors and like a big budget yeah. of, of like, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's other movies come to mind, actually. But Well, I mean, if you think about. But it's horrible. It's fucking horrible. It's fucking horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I mean, if you think about like 
who was part of that production and how much money went into it. It's amazing how bad. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, from like for like budget and the people they yeah, got. Aloha. She plays and and only that she plays an Asian woman. She plays a Hawaiian woman. Oh, okay. She's not Hawaiian. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's Hawaiian. Bradley Cooper is in it. Yes, yes Bradley yes, Cooper. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Right. Bill Murray, of course. John. Wait, John, who's Rachel McAdams? I don't know. She's a. That's not actress. the girl in it. That's not the. She's, ma- oh no, Emma Stone is. This is the girl I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Okay. Rachel McAdams is the other girl in that movie, though. You might be thinking of. She's probably in her mid thirties or closer. Yeah, to she's age. pretty hot, right? Yeah. I don't. I just. She's the wife in. Uh, yeah, she's, Game night. She's Jim Halpert's wife in the movie. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. I don't. I've never seen the movie. Oh. Yeah, because I think Jim Halpert's worried that Bradley Cooper's going to fuck his wife. Oh. Yeah. And there's a scene where they have, like, a nonverbal conversation about whether or not he's fucking his wife. Mm-hmm. And he tells him he's not fucking his wife, but they never utter a word between them. Yeah, it's like, yeah. But it was, it was so, like, it, it could, like, it, it was an attempt to be funny, but it wasn't, no. like, it didn't really work. <laughs> it just didn't, it didn't work. Like, uh, some, yeah, because I think Bradley Cooper, I think Bradley Cooper used to bang... Jim Helper's wife uh, before Jim Helper gotcha. met her. I think All that's right. what that was about. And then Bradley Cooper rolls up. That's the dude you spanking wife. Probably got fuck. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do this. Ready? Best actors under the age of thirty. Sure. But best. All right. Whatever. <laughs> the images that come up are just women in bikinis. I don't think that's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, Google Google's so it's uh, all interesting. Po- yeah, it's just so porn gear. It's like it's all hottest actors. <laughs> it's right. all it's just hot. Like, how about like most impressed? All right, here you go. Um, highest grossing actors under the age of thirty. Okay, I guarantee I've never heard of any of them. Uh, especially since you haven't watched Harry Potter, there's gonna be a lot of those. Actually, I have seen a few of them because of my daughter. Now I've seen like two of them. Oh, there you go. Um, the story's ridiculous. Oh my god, there's 50. All right, no, no, we don't need 50. Give us like the top five. I, I'm trying. It's a it's a fucking slideshow. Uh, why why is the slideshow format the accepted <sighs> format? With it's a fucking it's the worst format of all. Why? Yeah, it's all about clicks, man. It's, oh, like, it's like every time you every click, time it, you it counts click, as a click. Fucking click. What a fucking ridiculous. So why don't they just click on like every word? You have to click on every word to see the next word on your. On it's your a good fucking page. question. Like why stop there? Just you know. Oh, do you want to read the next word? You have to click on this one. <laughs> All right, we ready? Top 10. Uh, Letitia Wright. Never heard of her. 24 years old. She would be 26 now. Let she was see. in Black Panther. I haven't seen that. Yeah, so again, just you would not know her. Though. Okay. Number nine, Taylor Lautner. No idea. Who he was is. in the- I was uh, a boy. I thought it was a girl. Yeah, he was in the um, movies with uh, werewolves. Oh, and uh, vampires. Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't, and I didn't watch those, right. but the I just fucking, know who it is. I didn't think yeah. of that. Yeah, the vampire What diary. the fuck is that? Ta- uh, Twilight, right? Oh, it's Twilight. not even the Vampire Diaries, is no. it? No. Elizabeth Olsen. Never heard of her. Um, she is Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen's younger sister. I actually do know her. She's actually a really good Does actress. Does she look like a, a human? She looks like a human, though. Oh, yeah. she is much more human You've probably looking. seen... She's been a lot of, like... Imagine how a lot of movies. fucking rich those three are. Holy oh, shit. Oh, ridiculous money, dude. Yeah. Ridiculous money. She actually has talent, though, too. Are her parents, like, actors or something? I don't know what how they're... They all, what? Well, the two kids got into it right away. Sure, yeah. Because they were in Full House. Is that yeah. the name of the show? And then one of them married uh, Sarkozy, right? <laughs> Oliver Sarkozy. Didn't, Sarko- didn't one of them marry a hockey player, too? Uh, 
No, that was uh, the sister in the oh, show. Oh, yeah, Pavel Bure. Yeah. Valerie Bure. Va- Val Bur- Bure yes, married, married uh, Valerie Bure. Candace Cameron. That's right. Do you know Kristen Stewart? By the Stewart? way, I think Candace Cameron. She's been in a bunch of stuff as well as Twilight. Have there been like six famous Kristen Stewarts, though? Probably, yeah. Because I feel been. like I've heard of Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart but I've Stewart never was seen also, that person Okay, before. Kristen Stewart was also the uh, woman on Third Rock from the Sun. With she John was Lithgow. on Third Rock from no, the Sun? No, no, oh. the other Kristen Stewart. Oh, okay. No, that's Kristen Johnson. Never mind. I'm no. an idiot. I don't know. There was another Kristen Oh, number Stewart. six, John Boyega from uh, Finn from Star Wars. Okay. You know him. Is that, right. is that the black kid? Yep. Okay. Daisy yeah. Ridley, number five, Star Wars. The girl. What does she look like in real life? Um, let's see. Kind of the same. Oh, she's really pretty. Yeah, mm. she just doesn't have to wear that like ugly white thing. But she's like she really pretty. Thing. She's not like like yeah. slutty like Instagram put a dildo my ass hot. You know, <laughs> that's one way to put it. Uh, Rupert Grint, Daniel Radcliffe. Wait, who and who? Harry Potter. Who is characters. Rupert Grint? Rupert Grint's the redhead in Harry Potter. Oh, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Ron. Ron, yeah. What, and then Daniel Wiggly or Swiggly? Or? Ron uh, Weasley. Weasley, yeah. That's right. Daniel Radcliffe is Harry. Oh, Harry? Yep. Harry's the number one guy? Nope. Number two is Jennifer Lawrence. She is now 29. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, she's super hot. She's the girl. She's only 29 she's still? She's only 29 years old. How she broke in rich real is she? early. Oh, I bet you she's yeah, worth. She's been in a ton of shit. Her total box office earnings are two point five billion dollars. Billion, yeah, because yeah. she was in that the the good uh, the like good chick flick movie, uh, the one about the football, the Eagles, Bradley Cooper. No, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, what the hell is that called? Uh, uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, that's a great right. movie. Yeah, I good movie. movie. She was yeah. in that. Yes. See, I thought she was like twenty nine thirty in that movie. So yeah, and then Emma Watson, Hermione from Harry Potter's number one. Oh, what does she look like now? Because she's been in a ton of shit, right? She looks like she went to Brown. Oh, yeah. Because she went to Brown. <laughs> Major to nothing. Um, so, she's number one, huh? Yeah. Is she in a lot of shit? Not really, but they made so much money off Harry Potter. Uh, you think about it. They made, uh, how many books? Seven books? Eight movies. Okay. And you think all of those eight movies were in the top, at one point or another, in the, yeah, probably in the top huge, 15 right? of, yeah. of of gross. Like all time. Right. Yeah. So none of those kids have to ever work again. That's awesome. Imagine fucking. I say kids, they're probably now all about 30 years old. Yeah, yeah. Imagine getting that lucky. Like you take oh. the fucking part, like the Weasley kid or whatever. His oh, name yeah. Fucking. You just take, you get that part, and Harry Potter turns out to be the biggest fucking thing in the history <laughs> of the world. It's fucking luckiest bastard ever. <laughs> I mean, the books were big before they made the fucking movies, all right? Like, yeah, the books they, were huge. They made the movies because the books were huge. Yeah. I think she... Actually, I don't know where she was by the time the movies started, but they... Uh, I'll say that. I mean, the kids aged properly. They made a movie like every other year, so it's not like the, by the time it was... It is weird. Yeah, when Harry Potter's like ripping butts. Like, Oi. Um, yeah. That is, Let's get on me. I don't know why yeah. he's like an old American guy, but... Whatever. <laughs> I thought maybe it was Australian. You're like, yeah. oi. Oi, let's get on me. Uh, <laughs> me broomstick. <laughs> yeah, it does suck when like shows or like shit like that ages out. The kids age out. Like, yeah. yeah. Look at the DJ kid from fucking uh, Roseanne was so awkward. Oh, when he went through puberty? <laughs> it was brutal. <laughs> he was so ugly. <laughs> he was so ugly. It's so much fucking acne and shit. Yeah. It's got to suck to kind of grow up on Yo, TV, dude, too, dude. Yeah. That cannot be easy. At least you're getting paid for it. Exactly. All right. Any kid that looks like that's having a tough time in high school, at least he's making a fucking killing doing it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
Doesn't yeah, at the end of the day you're still on national right. television. Either way though, you're having a shitty fucking so you know what? Yep. You're making some coin. Mm-hmm. You can overcome that. Right. It's better than the kids who aren't making that coin right. going through the still same going shit. through it. Right. Yeah. And when you're that rich, it doesn't matter, right? You're like That's what I mean. You're yeah. on TV. <laughs> at the end of the day, you're still on TV. You're still you're still a he TV. He probably star. thought he was good looking. <laughs> well, He's still on TV. <laughs> All right, anyways. Uh, oh, hey, the show's brought to you by Main Man Flavors, by the way. Oh, that's right. Yes. Check them out. MainManFlavors.com. Hot sauce and relishes. Stores two- are opening, so. Yeah. Specialty stores up and yeah. down the coast. Two guys from Millinocket. So uh, support local main business, especially in these times where Jan uh, is trying to fucking put everyone out of business. So. Support main businesses when you can, if you can. And if you're so inclined, check out Main Man Flavors if you like hot sauces. Mainmanflavors.com. I love them, man. They're great. They're, They're absolutely awesome. great. Relishes as well. And a teriyaki sauce. Uh, listener. Blueberryaki. Listener question time. Oh, right. Kind of buried the lead. We didn't even get to it. But, uh, yes, we did do listener questions and uh, a great, great list of questions. Thank you so much, folks. At Instagram, B Strength Pod. At Twitter or on Twitter at uh, B Strength Pod. You can always email us questions to brutestrengthpod at gmail.com. We start with uh, you want to start with a sports question? Sure. Uh, at JCL Morgan, why should or shouldn't American sports adopt an open system of competition using promotion and relegation? I don't see the reason why they shouldn't. I think it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. It just will never happen. The- the owner's uh, stakes in these uh, businesses are just too big. Unless they, you know, I mean, you'd have to create a real second division, which would be tough. Uh, you'd have to get real investment from a lot of cities. You'd have to maybe convert, you know, cities like Hartford or something into division two cities where, like, the Yard Goats play or, you know, sort of that secondary tier of city across the United States. I, You know, I think it'd be cool. I think you could get some – I think you would get interested in it too. I mean, I think that second division would be really kind of fun – uh, the way players were acquired would have to change. You probably couldn't have a draft. Uh, you'd probably have to sign kids like they do in soccer. I mean, the whole structure of of having relegation uh, changes because you have a, a giant pool of teams that don't necessarily have a minor league. Now, in some cases, a team will have a team in the in the top league and a team in the secondary league, like a AAA team. Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. Yeah. I, think, uh, I think Madrid has one, too. Yep. Villarreal uh, might have one. German, Some of the bigger German clubs have that as well. Do, does anyone in England have that? I don't think England does. I don't I'm not sure. Do either. Uh, I mean, they, they might have some like loose affiliations, but for the most part. No, I, but not like direct ownership. Like, there's don't Villarreal so. 1 and yeah. 2. There's right. Barcelona oh, yeah. 1 and right. 2. Yeah, and they can't they can't be promoted. They just Right, they just always play yeah, in they're 2. they just play there, yeah. Um, Which is actually a great idea. I agree. So, yeah. I mean, I think it could be done, you know, but... You would have to somehow get owners to buy into the notion that their franchise would be devalued by a billion dollars overnight if they drop. I mean, if you're the Marlins and you drop to the second division, your your franchise worth goes from probably, I don't know, a billion, billion and a half to like maybe, you know, half a billion dollars overnight. So, um, you know, you don't have the grandfathered in like old cities have been playing like in Europe forever that have been, you know, back and forth. Uh, but it's a financial catastrophe for some teams. I mean, you know, when Real Sociedad missed the uh, got relegated one year in Spain, I mean, they almost folded. So uh, you know, it's 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 a it's a model that like Europeans have gotten used to and it's been in there for so long that they've adopted their economic model around it. 
you'd have to completely change the economics of, of Major League Baseball or any of the American sports to do it, uh, to, to do it the way they're doing it. And to get, I mean, you'd have to have, like, if you get relegated, Major League Baseball gives you, you know, a couple hundred million bucks or something. Like, you'd have to have it subsidized somehow to get owners to the agree to it. Owners, It'd be awesome, though. The owners don't want to have the capitalism that is <laughs> promotion sure. and rele- yeah. relegation. Uh, it's I, like a two hundred million dollar difference. I or something pretty much, in the Premier League, yeah. right? It's like two hundred million dollars in revenue from a alone, television just TV revenue, and yeah. from a branding standpoint, right. yeah, it's it's absolutely nuts. And yeah, listen, I was, I'm a Southampton fan. When they were originally relegated in 04, the they didn't get it up in the first year, right? They didn't get right back up in the first year. After you miss that first year, that window gets smaller and smaller and smaller. They go into administration, which essentially is bankruptcy in Europe. Uh, and then all of a sudden they're falling all the way down to the th- you know the second league, which is the third league, really, if you think right. about it. So it'd be like the it'd yeah. be like the Milwaukee Brewers playing a double A, right? It'd be like the yeah. Brewers playing the Sea Dogs, yeah. and you're thinking you're never going to get back up there. Meanwhile, you have a stadium that seats forty thousand and three four thousand people are going to games. Right. That will never happen in America. No. American owners would never allow that. Now the only league that would be suitable for it is soccer. Now, in what maybe MLS does well, here... Because it's still so small that you could do it's it. It's small. Yeah. You're, you're capping most of your stadiums that are soccer-specific at 20,000 fans. So you can survive if you only well, average the money's eight small. or nine. Yeah, the money's and the money small. You're not yeah. paying guys a lot. Your yep. overhead's small. Plus, I mean, look how many of these cities are trying to get MLS teams. Sure. At some point, you don't want to have 40 MLS teams, no. so maybe you have 25 and 15. That would be smart, too. Yeah. You have 25 and 15, right. and, and you yep. move back and forth. But you'd have to have some collective agreement between all the franchises that doesn't exist in Europe. No, like You'd never have right. the European model nope. here. Uh, and the only reason the European model exists is because that's how they started out. So, but, again, they've accommodated their yeah. financials around that to some degree, too, because the rich teams, I mean, are always going to be the rich teams. So it's also mm-hmm. weighted in their favor. But if you did that in an MLS, which is an awesome idea, like let's say you had 30 teams, 20 and 10, or yep. you had 40 teams, like you said, 25 and 15, you could have that all exist within the MLS revenue-sharing bubble but have a separate relegate, you know, separate two separate uh, right. divisions where obviously you're going to make more money in that first one, but the teams in the second division continue to operate, continue mm-hmm. to go get players, because that's really the biggest problem. Like, if you're going to have this system in America, especially the players they're going to be just fighting have for. A, you can't have a sell-off. Right, you, you can't. can't, you yeah. can't and you can't just have, like, a few teams be right. able to afford mm-hmm. the best players available to them, and then those relegated teams could just never afford to bring in good enough players to move up because that's never going to sell either. So right, and you're going to have like, what are you going to have like, 15 owners like Mike running team things like Mike Brown, where they just don't really care. They're just right. trying to you know get, gain value in right. it. Then that's you, you'd fails. Have, you'd have to have some kind of collective arrangement. Yeah. I think you could do it though. Like these other sports, there's too much money and they're too big. Oh yeah, but. Like you said, with MLS, you probably could. Or like, if there's ever a lacrosse league that sure, you know, was anything that that doesn't have a ton of money mm-hmm. in it. I think, you know, even like professional women's sports could go down that road. It'd be could. cool, yep. you know. Uh, at I am Ryan Cheney, bring back the home run derby. I don't know what that means. Maybe the home run derby. I think for, the, the, the Hadlock Field one. Well, but he says, sorry, not a question, but this guy wants to come hit bombs. No one ever hits bombs, man. No one ever does. Fully came and hit bombs one year. That's right. My question, best food either of you make on the grill? I mean, I make... I mean, for me, it's burgers and steaks, so... There you go. I mean, I make really good fucking burgers and steaks. Ribs, buddy. I'm a ribs guy. Smoke those fuckers for hours. And then eat it up. Uh, At Corey underscore Sagan. 
one person, real or fiction, you'd want to survive with stranded on an island? What's the answer? Nobody, really. What was it? One person, real or fiction, you'd want to survive with stranded on an island. I oh, that's know. easy. Pam Anderson in her prime. <laughs> there you go. Um, I mean, other than my kid, and I wouldn't want my well, kid. Well, yeah, but I mean, again, and I wouldn't want my kid to be stranded exactly. on an island. I'd rather have her live her life. So we all understand. So, we all we understand okay. all the family. Twenty-one year old Pamela Anderson. That's who I would want to be marooned with. I would be perfectly happy to be fine. I like, what I like a world class chef. <laughs> like, hey, bud. Yeah, we got no stove or anything. Yeah, but he could probably do a lot Make better with. Sushi. He could probably do a lot better with the ingredients than I'll have. But I don't think I think like I get tired in that fast. situation. I don't think you're worried about like how good your food tastes. Yeah, that's true. After like a week, I think you're right. just like, like this is uh, all right. Oh, how about it? Uh, like a rocket scientist. How about the like, smartest man in the world? Like build a catapult to get you off. Or yeah, something? like just do something. Build that's a like boat. That's true. Like that's that's not a, that's not a bad idea. So yeah. like someone like the the smartest, well, engineer maybe. Like, you know what? The like someone can make a boat. Out like of whoever runs the Army Corps of Engineers. Yeah, that guy. Like that guy. Sure. That guy's probably really that's like true. MacGyver. I want MacGyver. Like real us, life he's MacGyver. Build us a house. Right. Yeah. And then probably build us something to get off the, the island. Right. He'll know exactly where like all the radio waves are and can right. figure out a way to triangulate everything. Yeah. Actually, honestly, the way the world is, I would still pick twenty one year old. I just stay there for and a while just, and just stay. <laughs> At uh, our friend Chris. Chris Height for uh, one. Uh, who is a non-athlete sports personality that just drives you nuts? I know Hobbs. It's either Jack Edwards or Pierre Maguire. So why'd you ask it then, Chris? Right. Is there anyone else that I hate? Like, who's not an athlete? Oh, Bob Costas. Mm. I fucking hate Bob Costas. Yeah, he's pretty bad. He's a fucking douchebag. I fucking hate that guy. Mike Florio. I fucking hate him. He's a fucking <laughs> asshole. Fucking douchebag. Oh, Dale uh, Arnold. There's oh, yes. Another one. Yeah. There's three. Uh, I could go on. Let's see. Let's keep going here. I mean, those are good ones right there. Those. That's like the fucking triumvirate of fucking annoying bullshit. Who else? Like uh, 90% of people write for the fucking Patriots. <laughs> I feel like this is more like TV personalities, though. Isn't oh, it? okay. Yeah. All right. We'll keep it there. Um, I think that's what it was. Well, it's a sports personality, but I feel like TV is the best answers for these. Yeah. All right. Trying to think of football. Ninety percent of people talk about the Patriots on TV. There you go, Rondé Barber or uh, Tiki Barber. Tiki, what an asshole. I mean, he's also an athlete, but whatever. Yeah. Fucking douchebag. Yeah, but he's not an athlete now. No, he's brutal. Yeah. Um, Jim Rome. How about Booger? Booger. (laughs) I didn't used to hate Booger. Actually. I've hated Booger much longer than most people have because Booger's been on NFL radio for a while. Just like terrible. a few years. Yep. Fucking just as bad. <laughs> just as bad. Like, believe it or not, just as bad on the radio. So you just knew TV. when it came out. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, my God. Yes. I mean, I didn't know how bad Witten would be or not be. I had no idea. But I knew Booger was going to be a fucking travesty. I don't hate Joe Testatore, but I don't think he's very good. No, he's like people he's, think. Yeah, like even on college games, I never right. really thought he was that great. I in think college he's games. like I think he's the most uh, like the most out of the box like sports play by play guy sure. there is. Yeah, like you know, like the most generic yeah. sort of generic voice, generic look, mm-hmm. just super like what you would expect to hear. Like nothing more, nothing less. Right. Uh, but Booger, I knew was going to be a fucking shit show. Because Booger is absolutely brutal. <laughs> absolutely awful. Who so there, else? There's another one. There must, do you have any? You must have some. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, McCarver, but he's gone. McCarver so. was fucking horrendous. Yeah, he was terrible. He was fucking horrible. Uh, Joe, I thought Joe, I thought Joe was bad too. Joe Morgan, oh, Joe Morgan was brutal. Yep, yep. Um, Joe Morgan was awful. Couldn't stand him. I, you know, I can't stand Dale. I think Dale's a complete shithead. Yeah, he's brutal. Uh, and obviously, at Jack and Jack, Jack and, and Pierre, Bra- Jack, Jack and Brick are both brutal. Pierre. Yeah. I don't even have that much of an opinion on Brick because I just never pay attention. Like, if I'm going to watch a Bruins game, it's either Jack annoying me the most, or I turn off the fucking volume, or it's on NBC. Yeah, so just, I don't. Just, I like. I don't even tune in to uh, to hear. Well, Brick. the problem I don't tune in to hear him either. But there's no, there's no. The problem with watching this, especially for the Bruins, even for the Red Sox to some degree. Although the Red Sox, you have Eck, who's awesome, yeah, right? and Remy, yeah. who's great, yep. Um, and, and Dave's a, a great broadcaster. It's just the tone of the broadcast is ridiculous. It's way too homerish. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it just it's is. Absolutely. But I don't have, like you said, I don't absurd. have a problem with uh, Dave's a great guy. No, he's a so great no guy. That. He's no, an awesome person. He's, and he's not like attacking the other team. No. He's just he's just pumping the socks up right. way too much. It's just, yeah, it's just over the top. But he's, um, but the Nessa thing with, with the Bruins, there's literally no reprieve from the nauseating bullshit. <laughs> like there's not one guy like, okay, at least this guy's not a fucking asshole. Like, they're all just brutal. It's yeah. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yep. Like it's, you would think the sucks, Bruins dude. have won ten straight Stanley yeah. Cups. It's you just know, like, so. It's just so every, fucking annoying. Every player they have is the best player at their position. Everyone else sucks, and it's and it's un, it's just unreal. Mm-hmm. So you guys have won one fucking Stanley Cup in forty years. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? It's so bad. It's un, it's unbelievable. It is fucking terrible. Who else do I hate? McCarver was a good one. I'd forgotten about how yeah, much Yeah, McCarver, McCarver was fucking awful. That was he was fucking awful. And, and you I, know, he was the Mets he was the Mets fucking ugh. like everyday guy for years. And it was fucking yeah. brutal. Was oh, like, you know it was fucking terrible? Hawk Harrelson was fucking terrible. Hawk is brutal. Yeah, awful. Yeah. Didn't hear much of Hawk, but the t- yeah. times I have it is Oh God, I mean, when I was in Chicago yeah. that one summer, yeah. like, I mean, Oh, we're talking about over the top homer. Like Jesus yeah. Christ. Like tone it down, dude. Yeah. Like that's that's absurd. Right, like it was like He'll like leave the microphone if they lose a game. Sometimes, like, just leaves. <laughs> He's so mad. Yeah, we're like, really, man? Come on. So, and it's too bad because Nesson used to have uh, is going back a ways, obviously. But when they had uh, uh, Cusack and Sanderson, yep, uh, doing the games, that's fucking awesome. They were awesome. Derek that was Sanderson good. Was, when I was a kid, yeah, Derek Sanderson, was, he's yeah. a homer. He loved the bees, but he was mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, you know, he was awesome. It was fucking genuine. You know, he's yeah, just Cusick like, was awesome. He Johnny, was. Johnny, yeah, Cusick, Cusick was yeah. great too. They were great. Yeah. And then now it's a fucking disgrace. <laughs> uh, at uh, the real B Suki, we don't know who that is. How much do you guys miss afternoon games? How much do I miss any fucking game, dude? We're supposed to get getting out at six every day. We're getting out at seven, and there's fucking nothing to talk about. So it's a double kick in the nuts, man. Like, I used to think All-Star Week was bad. Fuck that. I can do All-Star Week in my fucking sleep now. Are you kidding me? Like, this has been the never-ending hell of bullshit for, what, four months now? Like, what I don't miss afternoon yeah. games. I miss every fucking game. Yeah. I miss every... I miss being... I, I must be. I miss being slightly disappointed when the Sox either have an 8 o'clock start or off that day. <laughs> like, that was the height of, like, my... Like, oh, man, fuck. I still seven night. That sucks. <laughs> And I love my job, so it's not even a big deal, right? But we haven't fucking had – it's not only that. We have had – literally, we had the Tom Brady shit. We had the fucking draft. And now we have, like, COVID nonsense. 
race riots and fucking uh, Major League Baseball being a bunch of fucking twats. That's what we have. It's about right. So, and race riots are no fun to talk about on the radio. Uh, COVID's even less fun to talk about on the radio. So you're left with fucking, like, talking about these assholes in Major League Baseball. These fucking assholes. It's unbelievable to me how much bullshit is going on with that whole fucking deal. Like, fuck you. Like, why do the owners believe that they are entitled to making profits every single fucking year? What business does? Can I know? Can someone tell me, like, which business makes record profits Every fucking year. Zero? Right. So now you have like a year where it's not going your way because there was a fucking pandemic and you can't just sack up and play. It's like, yeah, you know what? This year didn't really go our way. (laughs) What the fuck is that? It's not like any of these teams are going to be poor. They're just going to lose money this year. Right. That's fucking absurd. They're going to fucking not have baseball. Fuck you. Fuck you. And I love the Mets and I do. Of all the pro sports teams I follow, uh, really any team I follow, the New York Mets are the team that, like, affect me emotionally, right? If they win, mm-hmm. I'm happy. If they lose, yep. I'm pissed. Yep. And, uh, you know, even with, like, the travesty that are the Jets, I love the NFL so much and I love, love the league so much that, sing- like, the singularity of the Jets doesn't really affect me all that much. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate the Patriots more than anything. I hate the Patriots much more than I like the Jets, right? So um, that's really, like, my fandom is the league versus the Patriots mostly, and then the Jets are, like, second. Um, so that's a little bit different. But as far as, like, like my love for a team, it's the Mets by far. It's not even close. And I'm going to be so fucking pissed off at baseball if they don't come back. Like, I'm going to – like, fuck you. Like, I'm not even – like, I'm like next year – and we have this job, so we have to pay attention to it and shit. But holy shit, I don't know how – like, if I was a, just a fan or, or didn't have to do this for a living, I, I don't – I think I would, like, fucking just, you know, blow the season off. Like, fuck you guys. Like, fuck oh, you. Oh, I think a lot of people are. I think a lot of people already have. Yeah, I mean next season. Oh, you mean twenty twenty one? Yeah. No, I like, no. I, this season's yeah. easy to blow off. Well, right? sure, but I think a lot of people are going to blow that off. No, I agree. Yeah. I think a lot of people are. I think a lot of people are going to go into the following season like, well, you know what? I just spent a year not paying attention to baseball, and my life wasn't really that affected too much. Right. Exactly. And maybe by the I'll way, pay attention to the standings or something like that. But that's probably about it. And the last time I was paying attention, the Astros treated their dicks off, and the sounds, and I think the Red Sox did too. And no one cared. And then the and then the fucking work stoppage over like the owners not losing money in a fucked up year. Mm-hmm. So those are your like, what are your memories from baseball right now? The Astros, the Red Sox, and not coming back from fucking works from COVID from a pandemic where right. every other league is doing all they can to get back. So that's the lasting impression baseball's leaving you with yes. as they take a year off. Yeah. These people are so fucking stupid. Manfred's so fucking it? stupid, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I, he is. Is he, the, like, is he the worst commissioner we've ever seen? Uh, if they don't play, yes, he will be. He'll, he'll go down as that if they don't play. He's yeah. got to get fired if they don't play, right? No, no, I don't know. The owners don't want to no, play, the right? owners don't want to play. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't think of a guy that's – I mean, again, we've been in this insanely wealthy period of time where every sport is – even the NHL, I mean, mm-hmm. teams are – you know, sports are making money hand over fist, fucking record crowds, record ratings, all this bullshit every year, year in, year out. In the biggest bull run, by the way, the stock market's ever seen in the history of the stock market over the last 10 years – um, you know, any fucking moron could have run the league and had it in a pretty decent spot because there was no there was no danger. Right. It was easy to get TV contracts. Oh, yeah. Here, we'll give you a billion dollars. Give us a fuck. We're going to make three. Right. Well, it's easy. You find out who the fucking idiots are when things go badly because that shit falls apart quick. 
And I think we're going to find out about Manfred here pretty quick. All right, uh, let's go to some of the emails. Hey, guys, this is from Mike. Hey, guys, listening to your discussion on corporations colonizing Mars is pretty much the exact premise of the board game Terraforming Mars. <laughs> Everyone plays as competing corporations from Earth wanting to terraform and colonize Mars for their own gain. Others just uh, each corporation has its own skills and bonuses like mining, scientific research, and others have more money than anyone, everyone else. Each turn is a full generation, and while every corporation is vying for the same goals, uh, warming the temperature, placing bio uh, biodomes, and creating oceans, players get more victory points based on how they go about doing so. You can be ethical about it, or you can be a total fucking asshole by stealing other players' resources <laughs> or pollute the shit out of the planet to raise the temperature. It's oh, a really fun game, hilarious. and even with the strategy involved, I'd recommend it to casual or hardcore uh, board game players. Check out the link for more information if you're curious. Anyways, love the show, and keep up the great work. Longtime listener and fellow Mainer. I need to get this game. That's it sounds awesome. so much fun. Terraforming Mars? Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. It's, it's like uh, Risk on Mars, but like more complicated. Yeah, I'm looking at the board right now. There seems like there's a lot involved. There's a lot of, there's a lot of computer games that are built on this. This yeah. is like a board version of a computer game. It looks awesome. Yeah. I would, I, need, I would yeah. definitely get this if my kid was a little older. I might get it. Oh, anyway. man, this looks like it's going to be so much fun. I think it's like I'd get it and I wouldn't play it against her because the woman would be like, what? No. I don't <laughs> fucking play that. I have a nerd brother, so. Like, I, you fucking dork. I get to be a nerd because I have a nerd brother. It's oh, great. lucky. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Roadhouse checking in. Roadhouse. Uh, suck it, Eli. That's it. It's the entire email. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man, we're gonna have to get a T-shirt going. Oh, probably. By the way, that's we gotta get point. we gotta get our third T-shirt out. Yeah, we got. Uh, that's my goal this weekend. Do you, do you have the, the kid has to do it right? Do you have someone that can do that? I can do it. That. Oh, yeah. you can put I it in the right font that. and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's I awesome. should be able to. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I do have a yes. I have a backup plan for that. Oh, all right, yeah. cool. It's gonna be dope. Darren, then, do we need a sucking Eli T-shirt? We probably do. Make him buy one. And have a dual purpose, though, right? Because people could like wear it for like Eli Manning, too, I guess. That's true. It's a good point. Oh. It's spelled the same way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darren checks in. What do you guys uh, think, or excuse me, what do you think has been the most effective adver advertising campaign ever or the one that pops out the most? Fuck, it's got to be, well, it's probably McDonald's or Nike, right? It's got to be either like Ronald McDonald, the Happy Meal. Mm -hmm. Right, and my daughter fucking and Ronald McDonald's been around for what seventy years. Yeah, and, and like my daughter would fucking kill for hot for Happy Meal, like because they had the troll two trolls two fucking thing. Like, mm -hmm. like I don't know how I don't know McDonald's must spend billions of dollars researching what three to five year olds love. So I'll never forget this. So the woman one night is down at the fucking casino ballroom down in New Hampshire. Yeah, for some fucking show. Mm -hmm. Daughter's like one and a half, two maybe, I think. I get the call. Oh, I know this story. <laughs> I get the call at like 1230, you know, half in the bag. Fucking lost my car keys. Fucking you got to come down and get us. I'm like, I'm like, why? Why do I have to come get you? It's yeah, 1230. The, the kid's asleep. Like taking the Uber. The fight. And by the way. She would fucking never come get me in that situation. <laughs> There's no fucking way. She was like, take a cab, take an Uber, 
and fuck Javier, off. Javier, are you dare saying? Let me let me get this straight. Yeah. Are you dare saying that there might be a little bit of hypocrisy in the ask? From your la- uh, lovely lady about coming to get you? That's how women operate. <laughs> that's just simply no. That's just simply how they roll. So yeah, so she's like, I'm like, really? Like you, you really like? And so she's like, yeah. Like she's like incensed. So she's like, she can't believe that I'm like consider like I'm asking like being like no, right? So of course I fucking go. Wake up the kid. It's fucking twelve thirty at night. She's been sleeping for like three hours, four hours. So I wake her up. Put her in the fucking car seat. She's pissed. She's like, what the fuck's going on, daddy? I'm like, your mother's a moron. That's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking we're heading down. I'm like, you know, I felt bad. I'm like, I can get my kids something. I can get, you know, get her something to make her happy. Fucking she's on yep, this ridiculous sure. quest. So we stop at McDonald's. First time she's ever had it. So I get her the little fucking night. I try to get her like the most, the least disgusting thing I can get her. So mm-hmm. it's like chicken tenders, not the nuggets, but the tenders. Mm-hmm. Some fries and chocolate milk. And a fucking toy, right? Fucking so I give it to her. Like out of nowhere, about three minutes in, I hear like I'm here chewing away. Like, <laughs> about three minutes in, Daddy. Oh no! This is my favorite dinner ever. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why? I'm like, what do you mean? What the fuck? <laughs> so it's like McDonald's is like this like fucking like perfect fucking uh, like. Uh, uh, Recipe or formula. I got the jug, dude. To just fucking yeah. like the three year old brain is just like, holy shit, this I is the best thing I've ever eaten. I can't imagine how high tech McDonald's food, like food prep connection with their marketing campaign is like. I, can't, I just can't imagine what it's like. I well, bet you it is more high tech than anything you could ever believe. Well, here's a sense of their scale. So I, I used to, in a previous life, was in a, a food, a food a supply. Uh, world, and um, I'd always go to this um, international conference in Europe for seafood, and uh, McDonald. And so, like these big international producers and buyers, and you know, uh, consumers would come, and you know, it's like sort of worldwide uh, conference on on worldwide fisheries and supply and shit. So they'd always have speakers, and the the head buyer, the number one purchasing buyer for McDonald's, was there, and he gave us, you know, he gave a presentation. Yeah, this is the number one guy. He said their network, like their restaurant chain, is so big, and their consumption is so huge that, like, whenever they introduce a product, they need to they need to make sure that they have a worldwide supply of it <laughs> in order for them not to run out. So he said. When they switched, <laughs> that's incredible. So when about what was it like ten years ago, McDonald's introduced uh, apple slices yep. in a little plastic bag, mm-hmm. uh, uh, apple slices in the Happy Meal. Said so the day they decided to do that, they became the number one uh, consumers of apples on the planet. Jesus, number one buyer of apples on the planet overnight. Like McDonald's wasn't in apples, plenty of apples. McDonald's decides they want apples, number one buyer of apples on the entire planet. That's amazing. They need a worldwide fucking. So that's the scale that McDonald's deals with. It's incredible. That's wild. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah, when you think about it that way, like it's incredible. The yeah. amount of stores they have all over the world is insane. Mm-hmm. It's like coffee. They're saying yeah. like, you know, especially with like the sustainability and all this. like, it's a fucking. Like like sustainable mm-hmm. coffee and shit. It's like fucking brutal. Like they gotta get coffee from like you know. Imagine how much coffee they go through. Sure. Every fucking day. Yep. It's crazy. So I, I, that always fascinated me. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking nuts. And they, it's four little pieces of apples, not even like a burger. 
And it's only, no, I know. Yeah. And it's only in a Happy Meal. Yeah. It's a very limited thing. Mm-hmm. And they're the number one fucking consumer of apples. Yeah, in the I'm world. trying to think. What do you like, get? Like, what is for cheese? Like, what the fuck? Or you get eight, ten Happy Meals out of one apple, something like that. Yeah, because like four little thin, thin slices. Yeah. yeah, right. Yep. So, how much cheese you think they go through? <laughs> uh, the one that jumps out at me the most—it's pretty easy, guys. Boom. Tough act and tenacity. And then obviously Jordan, the Jordan of campaign ad with Nike was yep. That's incredible. Yeah, I and mean, those were the big ones during our time. I think, you know, even like the 11 herbs and spices. I mean, KFC. Tastes Colonel great. Sanders, that's tastes, a good one, too. Tastes great, less filling. Less filling. That's a great one. Tastes yeah. great, less filling is one of the all-time best, especially if you're mm-hmm. old enough. When I was a kid, I mean, they had those all-time. They brought them back for a while, and then they shit-canned they them. Did. I don't understand. They're the fucking best commercials ever. What about, I love football on TV. Shots of Jenny Lee. Something, something, something. And twins. <laughs> That's pretty good. Is too. that Coors Light? It always is Coors Light. Because I was just thinking like the Silver Bullet too, right? Yeah. Silver Bullet is a good campaign ad. Any campaign ad, you can put chicks in bikinis for no reason. Oh, it's the Silver Bullet. It is. Who doesn't play volleyball in a thong in a snowfield drinking Coors Light? And twins. And twins. <laughs> All right, final how about question. The, how about here. the Bud Frogs? Bud Frogs were good. Bud Frogs were good. I think they kind of, you know what, Bud Frogs and the What's Up guys, kind of the same, like, it had its moment, but it got old. What's Up was fucking funny as fuck. It was. The first, first time I saw out, that, I yeah. pissed my pants. Yep. It was fucking it's awesome. hilarious. It was awesome. It was great. It's still kind of funny now because yeah. you never hear it. Someone actually mm-hmm. does it. You're like, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's still funny. <laughs> All right. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I love it. Spuds McKenzie. Great ad campaign. Yeah, that's when I was a kid. Like a really young Spuds youngster. McKenzie was legit. Made beer drinking fun at the beach. <laughs> Do you remember sm- uh, cigarette ads on TV? I don't. Not on TV, but okay. I remember cigarette ads in magazines. Oh, yeah. Back, they... The back page of magazines. Yeah. Like, it was always like a more or a cool. Uh, Newport. In Newport, where I grew up, like uh, menthol cigarettes were marketed exclusively to black people. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. Like Salem, Cool, mm-hmm. uh, Newport's always had black people in the ads. Brandon and Skowhegan, did you guys watch the SpaceX launch? Thoughts on what this means moving forward for NASA? I only saw it on Twitter. I watched. It was cool, man. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I didn't see it on TV, but I saw it on their Twitter feed. It's exciting. It's you know even just the fact that it's new spacesuits. It's cooler looking spacesuits. It's it's uh, rockets returning back to space to be able to use again. You know, it's you know that idea of being able to try to be efficient uh, while while exploring the great unknown. I always say this with any launch. I'm always amazed by the. The physics and the mathematics that goes into it. It's something that I could never even comprehend, ever. I will never be able to comprehend how the science works. But I am just absolutely fascinated by it. And the thought of Tom Cruise going up there and shooting a scene from um, the next Mission Impossible on the space station makes me really, really, really giddy. Yeah, and I think the... um the idea, first off, of a private company doing this stuff's kind of cool, right? It, yeah. it always accelerates the curve when when private companies get involved in, in these kind of things. Um, 
And I, and the uh, the reusable rocket is really here the first step to going to Mars and coming back. Yep. It's not hard to get to Mars. It's really, really hard to come back from Mars. Um, so that's really the bigger trick. And it'll be interesting to see. I think you're going to see, like, a lunar base where we do most of our Mars launches from and all that, which will make it a lot easier to get there. But, again, the trick is always going to be to get off of Mars and back to Earth. And, uh, you know, the this is really kind of the first, like, step to – to putting that first tiny little piece of technology, which is the crit- most critical one, uh, you know, sort of into play. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see, man. Like, I wonder, you know, I wonder if they do a, 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 an initial mission to Mars before they can get off of the planet. Like, if the first group of people are committed to going up there for 10 or 20 years, which I imagine be committed to at least a 5- to 10-year stint at, in Mars or, or on Mars, uh, maybe they could send the first group to set everything up or start to set shit up before they actually have the technology to get, to get back off of the planet. I'm in. But you could, you know, maybe get stuck there forever while, you know. Let's go. The fucking fun, the, the, the program. You know what, another great Let's show. Let's fucking go. All right, how about this for, how about this then for a show then? Okay. So you're on that fucking, you're, yep. you're on that first, first or second trip to Mars where they're still sending people out there, but they can't get them off yet. Exactly. That technology hasn't been perfected or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then there's a fucking global war on Earth. <laughs> and fucking, they just never build a fucking rocket to go back up there. And now you're on Mars, and you got, like, greenhouses and shit, and you got, like, 10, 15 people up there, and you got to fucking, like, live there the rest of your life and make it fucking and survive. And well, shit. it means you got to start fucking. That's what that means, Toph. Right. What do you, would you call it something cool like Noah's Ark? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, like that will, will that would be too religious? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Do, do you think the first? But shouldn't the first spaceship they send up there be called like the Ark or Noah's Ark or something? The USS Noah's Ark. Oh yeah, that's a good question. What right, is, you know, send animals and shit up. Yeah, there? but people are going to be so like. Could you imagine the fight over the the religious fight over that? <laughs> well, if it's like SpaceX, they could just be like, "Fuck you." That's we're true. Private, yeah. We're a private company. We're calling true. it Noah's Ark. Blow me. Yeah, I bet you it's called the Mayflower. Oh, that would also be very uh, controversial. Thanks. Absolutely, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I thought we were. I thought that's, that's what we're doing. Let's, imagine uh, that being controversial. Yeah, I know. It's fucking pathetic. It'll. Um, hmm. What could it be? It'll probably be like Millennium Falcon. That would be awesome. Actually, that would be great. Yeah. Like, who would be mad about that? Someone. Yeah. You're not taking science seriously. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. You're um, doing a disservice to science. Actually, I don't think you guys understand that Star Wars isn't the most inaccurate science fiction movie of all time. It actually sent us back like a yeah. thousand years. Like, no, it didn't. Douchebag. <laughs> the only reason we're not on Mars right now is because of that asshole. Darth Vader. Darth Vader. He's such that's a jerk. Stupid bullshit with the force. Yeah. Everyone like, knows that's just not true. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone knows it's just p- proton particles through the uh, spectrum of a lens. What a fucking, yeah. What could you call it? The human ship? Is it going to be like that? Like the humans and fucking yeah. community? <laughs> that would actually be great. The human. The human carrier. A ship carrying humans. The USS, a ship carrying humans. Um, now, Elon Musk hmm. would name it something cool. Like, fuck you. He'll probably name it the Elon Musk. No, he'd name it something cool, like like some kind of like scientist or something. Oh, well, you know, he named it Tesla after Tesla. That's so. true. No, you're right. It, so it would be he'd name, he'd name it, you know, like, something awesome. Right, like Galileo. Like Galileo. Oh, 
Galileo. There, there should already be one, right? Isn't there, there has been, been yeah. A Galileo, yeah, though? Yes. Yeah. So what? Galileo 69. <laughs> I don't think there's been a Galileo 69. Hashtag Galileo 69. <laughs> at Galileo 69. Would you put at the fucking thing? So we had the Apollo mission. We had the Saturn mission. We had the Mercury mission. Hmm. Well, I mean, Pluto, it would, I guess it would be called the we Mars have mission. Unmanned, we've, we've had a thing go to Pluto. I'm just trying sure. to think of the name. So I guess it would be called the Mars mission, and then who's going to get it? Well, this one's manned, though. Galileo. Yeah, Galileo would be dope. That works. Sounds like well. an Indigo Girls song. Something like, Galileo, la, la, la. I remember that. I don't remember that one. Or <laughs> something just rang a bell. Gotcha. Deep inside there. Uh, any shit you want to do? Oh. Um, I'll say this. I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to golfing tomorrow. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. There you go. It'll be my first round, and it'll be the reason why this is posted late tomorrow <laughs> or today. Yeah. you're listening to this. Yeah, well, yeah. And uh, we'll have some, like, Caleb's fairly slow, so. It'll be a nice slow round. We'll hopefully get to work on time tomorrow. <laughs> we should be here before 3. That's good. I would guess. Yeah. We're taking off at 9.40, so even a four-hour round would be done at 1.40. So it'd be fine. That's true. We'd be, home. We'd be back by 2, 2 2.15. Yep. So. yep. It'll be okay, Danks. It'll be okay. All right, shit I want to do. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, just a little update. It's the dog shit situation in my neighborhood. Some someone's dog took a shit in the middle of the road in front of our house. Ah, uh, yeah. no one picked it up. Nope, it's just sitting there, all dried out now, thankfully. But yeah, turd in the middle of. Fucking no one road. drove over it. No. Wow, it's yeah. good driving in that neighborhood. Well, I think it's like half run over now. Oh yeah, yeah, it's been run over once. But, yeah. Um, yeah, someone, some fucking dog owner let their dog take a fucking shit in the middle of the street and just left it there. <laughs> fucking hate these people. I fucking hate them. Fuck you with your fucking dogs. At least in, like, New York. I mean, it sucks because in New York they piss all over the fucking buildings and New York City stinks like piss in the summer. Mm -hmm. All the fucking dog piss. But at least they have, like, dog parks where some of New York dog owners take their dogs to. Most of them just take a piss on the fucking building, though. Gross. There's dog piss all over New York. Honestly, on a hot summer day, it stinks like piss because there's dog piss Mm. everywhere. Sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) Good stuff. New York smells awesome in the summer for a lot of reasons, but that's one of them. All right, what should I want to do? Other than beat that fucking owner senseless, dog owner senseless, to let the dog take a shit in the middle of my fucking street. Um, hmm. What do I want to do? What do I want to do? I don't know. Something fun. Let's see. Because right now, nothing fun's going on. It's like I can't even use my imagination. I've been so beaten down by the fucking lockdown. Like, what would something cool even be? Be marooned on a deserted island with 21-year-old Pamela Anderson would be pretty sweet. Mm. Could always revisit that. Um, I want to make my movie. I want to make Fronton. Actually, I want to do a Netflix series, I've decided. Oh, okay. About yeah, because that doesn't have to be like accurate. You can just write it. <laughs> it's true. 
You know what I mean? Like it yeah. would be like it would be based on the high lie in the eighties in, in Connecticut mm-hmm. with like Whitey Bulger running around killing people and shit, but right. not it wouldn't be like, you know, every event wouldn't have to be like per you could develop your own characters and, you know, shit like that, your own storyline. So yeah. I think Fronton's gonna be a Netflix type of deal. So gonna write my uh gonna write the Fronton the Netflix show, I think. In that format. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a better format too. Yeah, people aren't it's a much better anyway. story, yeah. and plus you could get a guy that gets like, you know, like throwing fucking matches and shit, which yeah. happened. So sure, you have that whole angle, the sure. mafia angle, yeah. would be fucking dope. Mm-hmm. So, there I you think, go. I think that's it. I think that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to write front on the uh, Netflix series, or Amazon or Hulu, whoever wants to buy it. Disney Plus, probably. Hopefully won't. not. <laughs> Uh, hopefully, I don't write something Disney Plus would want. <laughs> that, that would be a failure. <laughs> like, I write this thing. I think it's awesome. I send it out. I only hear back from, like, Disney Plus. Like, hey, uh, you know, we really think we could uh, make <laughs> this a comedy. Disney Plus and Lifetime. So instead of a match throwing, it's a cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Disney and fucking Hallmark. And Hallmark's, okay, so you replace the mafia with a prince. <laughs> right. <laughs> And you replace the fucking highlight players with, like, uh, like a horses, like an emotional, needy twenty-four-year-old woman. <laughs> and then they meet the sport. And then at first, get this: get the sport this. is actually the farmers market. <laughs> get this: at first, when they meet, they don't like each other. Oh, what? Whoa! 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 What? That shit don't happen. What? Isn't that crazy? That's craziness. At first, she thinks he's a jerk. Oh, okay. What? And that he's shallow. Mm. That's what she thinks. Mm. She overhears something and misinterprets what he said or meant. She really doesn't like him. <laughs> but then he has a chance to prove to her that he's a good guy. Shows the true heart. Yeah. Mm. Helps her out of a jam. And then they fall in love. But, wrinkle, he has a girl back home. Oh, no. Because he's back visiting. From He's in the town where he went to high school. He's back okay. visiting. Yep. Yeah. But he has a wife back home, but they're separated. Yes, and... And they like each other that much. And I'm a... Don't worry, I'm an expert at this uh, storyline from the 80s and 90s. It's amazing that... At the same time as these two new lovers are falling in love, separated ex-wife, she also is falling in love with someone else. That's so it's at the same time. And they're all friends. <laughs> it's super convenient. It's amazingly convenient. She's going to move next door. Everything's fine. Yeah. Kids love it, too. Yeah. They have no problem with it. Hallmark, baby. Yeah. So my, my, my front on Netflix is edgy, dark, yeah. violent, sad. Turns into the Hallmark Channel. Front, ooh, the front tunnel of love. <laughs> front tunnel of love, starring Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. By the way, did you see some Spanish? We got it. Some Spanish porn star just got like yeah. arrested. For Nacho mur- Vidal for murder. What a name! That's incredible. It's a- yeah, he, it was like some hallucinogenic toad. Yeah, like toad. Uh, they were like licking toads or some shit, yeah, right? Him and like some dude. Jesus, we're having. Is he a gay porn star? I imagine. I have no idea. I've never heard of it. I just thought he could be a male porn star and yeah. not be a gay male porn star. Are there 
Heterosexual male porn? Is there, like, like, there's no Ron Jeremy these days, right? Yeah, I think there's still those guys. Really? Well, who's banging the chicks? Like, all bi guys? Is that what you're saying? No, I just think, like, there's not a lot of, like, real porn stars anymore. There's a lot of porn being made on your phone. You know? Oh, I see what you're know saying. What I mean? Yeah, well, he's 46, so he's been around for a long time. Okay. Are you saying that? I'm just saying he's from, like, the era of, oh, of, real of porn. Ron Jeremy. Of real porn. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spanish police said the photographer died after inhaling the poison of an endangered North American toad. Uh, the mystic ritual reportedly took place at Mr. Vidal's home near the southern city of Valencia. A lawyer uh, for her, Mr. Vidal said his client considers himself to be innocent, describing the death as an unfortunate accident. Yeah, you indeed, know, on toad, man. The photographer named Jose Luis Abad. Used, used a pipe to inhale the substance, which is secreted from the glands of a toad. Why would you inhale poison? I don't know. <laughs> imagine being that rich and fucked up, though. Like, like, imagine being, all right, what do you need to be entertained if your reality is rich, famous porn star? Especially as a dude. Like, is there a more fantastical life than being a male porn star? It'd be interesting to like read a like, memoir. What, what, <laughs> what that right. life's like? Like, what would your, what would you need to be entertained? What would get you out of bed? <laughs> Good question. It's like, wait. Well, yesterday I ordered you with like you know eight twenty year olds. So I don't know what's worth getting out of bed for today. Like hand gliding with a rocket on your back? Like, <laughs> what's the third? That's why you're fucking inhaling toad fucking serum. Yeah, you're looking for something new. Like, right. You've probably jumped out of a plane. You've probably what? bungee jumped. Right. You've probably. If you're a 47 year old yeah. male porn star, what have you not done? What gets you out of bed? I guess fucking smoking toad poison. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's toad poison. <laughs> that's, a, that's like an incredible fucking like, point of reference, right? Like, more fantastical, being that dude or being, like, a rock star? Like, what's... Being that dude, because I feel like it's even more mysterious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's fewer. Right. There's a lot fewer. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, I understand what, what like, some of the stones have been able to do is remarkable, because I mean, you're talking about decades and decades. I get, Like, I saw a picture of... Uh, Who's the other guitar? Who's the guitarist from oh, Aerosmith? Oh, uh, Joe uh, Joe Perry. Joe Perry the other yeah. day with his shirt off. It was it was like fucking skeleton. Like, how are you guys alive? It's amazing. But like those guys, yeah. So again, more props right. to them. But yeah. like, how many male porn stars do you really know? There's like three. Yeah, right? like Peter North. I always just assume it's Ron a guy Jeremy. who comes in for like three videos to right. like, get laid and probably ends up paying himself right to be in it. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's like Ron Jeremy, Peter North, and Nacho Vidal. Yeah. And I guess Mandingo, I guess, that's a guy, right? Was that a guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't... I, Long Dong Silver, probably, right? John Holmes. John Holmes. Oh, John Holmes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? But he was like dead... Like, he was in the 80s, Dirk Diggler. <laughs> yeah, that's not a real guy, though. Biff Dangler? That's not a real guy, either. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think actually we should have wanted to be a male porn star. It'd be awesome. Isn't that <laughs> especially back in like the Jenna Jameson era, like the Vivid era, when like, mm -hmm. like now, like 
porn stars come in all like any kind of like there was a porn star look when I like when I was in the nineties. Yeah, they used to make movies about it. There was like a look. Yeah. There was like a porn star look, mm-hmm. right? And now it's like you just gotta like be willing to do it. That's it. That's the only criteria now. I'm not saying the people that do it aren't attractive. I'm just saying the range is literally mm. there is a subcategory on Pornhub for literally everyone. So now the requirement is just be willing to do it. <laughs> yeah. And there well, there's no movie. There's no like uh, no, there's there's no, like no movies features anymore. anymore. Right, right. No. And like there's no like hey, do people still buy I don't even mean porn, but just like in general, do people buy DVDs? Like, I don't even know. Well, we we do like a bull moose and stuff for like camp because all we have is a DVD player. Okay, yeah. but if you didn't have a camp, probably you buy them for your house. Or no. you just you just get on yeah, demand, digital right? Digital on demand stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not even like Blu-ray or anything. Right. Yeah, so, so it seems like cumbersome. And stuff. Okay, so I mean, we would for like kids' movies because they'll right. watch them over and sure. over and over again. But sure, you know. but for the most part, the DVD industry is probably pretty. I think cooked. it's mostly for kids. Yeah, I bet you like kids stuff. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll probably survive a lot on like but kids' movies. Somehow, sure. like. Is there still that for porn? Like, do people still? I don't think the do people that? still buy porn in any form. It's amazing. The fact that there's like a Pornhub Premium. Like, what's on premium? <laughs> More porn. <laughs> but like, judging from what I can access on Pornhub on regular Pornhub, what the hell could possibly be in premium? That's a good question. Like, that's it's frightening. I, the mind boggles of, yeah. of what could possibly be available on premium. It's not available. Like, in it, regular does it porn send you hub. right to like the dark web? That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, how much worse can it get than, like, quadruple anal fisting, right? Like, <laughs> It's ridiculous, man. Like, it's, what the fuck? Yeah. But being Nacho Vidal is probably pretty dope. Well, not now, because he's arrested for manslaughter, so. Well, that he'll, would suck. he'll beat it. He'll beat something. <laughs> he'll beat it. Well, what the fuck? I mean, is he responsible for his friend inhaling toad No, I, I'm sure he will. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll get out of it. Although Spanish law, who knows? Right? Yeah, exactly, man. But again, like the, like what gets you, what gets you fucking going if you're a male porn star? Like, can you, bro- you can't. There's literally, you're probably, you know what? If you're like the CIA or something, you should fucking hire male porn stars. Like unbribable. Like what? Some like hot Russian chick to seduce some? Nope. Just had a quadruple some with fucking four of you last Who, uh, week. Who said they have it? That's a good point. That's a good point. Dude, I'm telling you this. This but like, how lethal would a fucking like like a male porn star be that was like yeah that was like you know trained like a trained assassin male porn star? It's a great question. That guy's un- fucking unbeatable because you can't distract him. Like James Bond, he get distracted because some chick would try and fuck him, right? He'd fall in love and do stupid shit, right? Not this dude. Like I don't care how hot you are, fuck three girls looked exactly like you last week. Doesn't matter. Say, I don't have time for you. Right. Like, eh, whatever. You're like a ten and a half. Psst, beat it. I don't have time for you. I have to get back to the set. <laughs> right. Yeah. For more of you. Right. There's like there's six of you waiting for me, and I'm gonna get paid to do that, by the way. <laughs> so like he's in, in like indestructible. Male porn star would be the most indestructible super agent. <laughs> what could you bribe him with? There's uh, literally nothing. What could you possibly bribe a male porn star with? He has everything. A fresh start? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want a fucking fresh start. He gets one every day. <laughs> like, what could you... There's nothing. There's nothing left. There's nothing. It's true. Love? <laughs> like, the only thing... His only weakness would be if he impregnates someone on the way, along the way and he had a kid somewhere. And, oh, that's you know, right. Throw that a couple be, kids in front of him. That would be the one thing. There you go. But if you had one that didn't have kids, somehow avoided ever having a kid... Indestructible, dude. There's nothing you could you could fucking. There's nothing 
you could bribe a male porn star with. <laughs> Literally nothing. All right. Well, let's end it there. That's a good way to end it. All right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, maybe oh, should we, on that note, should we, should we play I'm Supposed to Have Sex With You? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, we should absolutely fire that back up. That's a Yeah, that's a good point. We should definitely go right back to that. We only play a little bit of it, though. That's right. Because we're in trouble. Perfect. Nacho Vidal. Great way to end it. Nacho Vidal. Check it in. Mainmanflavors.com. Like hot sauce. I got to turn it down. We're going to get in trouble. All right. Bye. All right. We're out of here. See you.